Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Well, good morning. In that scripture reading we just heard, we heard Jesus say, it says, Jesus went into the region of Caesarea Philippi. And so in that scripture, what's God saying? He went into that region. And so why are we here at Mass today? Why, why are we all gathered here in worship and prayer? Because we want God to come into this region, right? Into our souls, into our hearts. And when we let God in, He's asking you the question that He asked the apostles. Who do you say that I am? Every one of us are asked that question by Jesus today, right now, live stream, Jesus truly here, present in the tabernacle, soon to be on the altar, present by grace in each of us, present in the scripture. He's inviting you to answer the question again this week. It's not a question you can just really answer once in a lifetime. You've got to answer that question daily. Who do you say that I am? As soon as you get out of bed. Who do you say that I am? Jesus is saying to you. You are the Son of the living God. Peter, you are rock. That's the foundation we want to build our day on. That's the foundation we want to build our lives on. So you come out of the world. We're here today to worship in, in the church with so many Christians throughout the world, right? And, and the Lord is here to give you a compass. To know which way is north, which way is south, which way is east, which way is west. West, He wants to give us guidance, direct us, lead us. Where we came from, where we are, and where we're going. Because if we don't know where we are, we're lost. And so we're here to recollect, to reflect, to understand the, the message of the day, that the gospel the first and second reading, it's about authority. When you know who He is, then you know who you are. You know where you are, and you know where you're going. So who do you say that I am? The answer to that question that you give personally from your heart is going to decide who you are, where you are, and where you're heading. Okay? Think about that as we continue to celebrate. Think about that message that God's inviting us into right now. And so, authority. That's authority. When you know who you are, you have authority. Knowledge is power. When you know where you are, you have authority to make a decision of going left or right, or east or west. When you know who you are and you know the truth, you can make changes for the glory of God. And so when I think of authority, something that I think of is, you know, the Pope and the bishops have authority over the church, right? The, a president or government officials have authority over a state, a nation, a country. A coach has authority over his or her players. A teacher has authority over the classroom. Um, parents have authority over their household and their children. So authority involves power, and responsibility. So when you know who you are, 
in Christ, when you answer that question, who do you say that I am? You're the son of the living God. You have authority. You have power. You have responsibility with that answer that comes. So if you think about this, God is giving you tremendous power. We think of authority, we're often thinking of, oh, the Pope or the bishops or the president, the government leaders, the, the teacher, the coach, the parents, the priests, the deacon, the, the people out there. But the Lord's, I want you to think a little bit of different today about authority. I want you to think about you have authority. Individuals have authority. We have authority. I decide what I'll do with my hands, my feet. I decide what I'll do with my eyes. I decide how I'm going to govern my ears. I decide how I'm going to govern my thought life. I decide what I watch, what I don't watch. I decide whether or not I'm going to curse or not. I decide whether I'm going to text and drive or not. I decide whether I'm going to live with my boyfriend or girlfriend or not. I decide whether I'm going to surrender to Christ and His church or not. I decide whether I'm going to confession or not. I decide whether I'm going to pray or come to Mass or not. I decide, for the most part, unless you can't drive. But for the most part, I'm doing the deciding. So that means I have power to help you or hurt you, to harm you or heal you. I have power. I have authority. You have power. You have authority. And everyone in the church has responsibility. And what I mean by this, I'm going to share a few little examples from my own journey, my own life. I was thinking of an example as a child. You know, when I was a young kid, I was in my backyard just hitting golf balls. And I drove one of those golf balls through my neighbor's garage by accident. But I also shot my neighbor's garage up with my BB gun. That's not an accident. So as a little kid, I'm using my authority. I'm using my power. I'm using my freedom. Yeah, I'm having fun. I made a mistake. Fine. You know, I, I shoot the neighbor's garage up. Not fine. That's not good, right? But when I was asked, did you do that? Let's see. Well, there's, there's boys next door. Maybe they did this to our house or garage. So when my mom and dad asked me, did you shoot the neighbor's garage up or drive a hole through their garage? I said, no, I wasn't. That's why. Who would do that? You know, why would I do that? So as a young kid, you know, I'm using my power, I'm using my authority, I'm using my life and I'm lying and I'm, I'm doing things I shouldn't be doing, right? As even as a little child. And so again, authority. What are we doing with our bodies, our minds, our hearts, our souls? What are we going to do? Where are we right now? Another example, just recently, um, well not recently, when I was a little older, um, I remember getting an allowance for, for a weekly allowance, you know, a little bit of money, 20 bucks or something. And I remember taking all that I had, which is my $20, and there was this missionary at church, and I remember just feeling, as a little kid, feeling a prompting to want to give my $20 to this missionary that was speaking at our church back home. And so I gave my $20. And you know, I still remember the feeling of the Holy Spirit inside of me that day. God blessed me that day. I felt good about giving. Because you see, the purpose of authority, this is the important part, listen. The purpose of our authority and power is to give. 
There's nothing more healthy than giving. This is my body given for you. This is my blood poured out for you. Giving. That's healthy when we're giving. And so, the, the third example I want to share is that I, I have some prisoners that call me and talk and I just pray with them and give them some counsel and some guidance and just as a priest to, to be a spiritual father to them. And this one particular prisoner called me and a friend that she knows who has a daughter who's thinking of having an abortion. So they know she talks to the priest every day in the prison. So ask the priest, what do I tell my daughter? She's going to have an abortion. What do I tell her? You know, I prayed with her and I gave her some thoughts that she wanted to think about. Well, six months ago, that little baby was born and they named that baby after me. It's a beautiful thing to think about. But think about it. The reason I share that is this. Who would ever think that a prisoner on the East Coast who has a daughter, who's thinking of having abortion, would call into Omaha, Nebraska, halfway across the country. I didn't have to pick up the phone. I'm pretty busy. I don't have to pick up the phone. I, don't, I have a lot going on. I don't have time. I don't have time. I don't have time. See? Well, I speak, and they share the message. And I'm sure I was part of the puzzle of encouraging this young woman to embrace that child. You have authority. You have power. You can make a difference. Who do you say that I am? Jesus. You are the Son of God. That answer allows the grace of God to flow into you, and you'll start wanting to give your life away to your husband, your wife, your kids, your family, your friends, enemies, coaches, teachers. You'll be a light in the world of giving. In the last example, sad example, I had someone text me once, um, this is probably two years ago, is where in the Bible does it say suicide is a sin? I saw the text, it was late, I said, well, I'll get back to him. The next day they were gone, they killed themselves. I guess what I'm trying to make the point is don't wait to act on the promptings of the Holy Spirit. We never know how we're going to affect people with a smile, with a simple word, with a simple gesture. There's so many powerful ways we can influence people. A lot of times, again, it's, what's my five bucks going to make a difference? There's people that can give a million dollars. Why would I give my five bucks? I can't. Jesus don't care about the money. What He cares about is that you're giving. Maybe you can give time. Maybe you can give talent. Maybe you can give treasure. Whatever you can give. A good sign of spiritual health is a giving church. So we have two action plans. At every door, you're going to see a table with sheets where you as a parish can help our youth ministry here. And it's not just about money. It's about you giving maybe time, maybe sharing your story. Marriage is hard. Hey, I'd like to share this with the youth. Maybe you can drive kids to a retreat. Maybe you can supply us with potato chips and hot dogs and hamburgers, whatever. Maybe you can pray in the Adoration Chapel every day for our youth. How can you help us build a group of young people to understand who they are, where they are, where they're going? 
That's the first thing. Pick one of those papers up on your way out. I want you to pray about and think about how you can get involved in forming the young church of our parish. And any young people here, 7 o'clock on Wednesday nights, Father Michael is waiting for you with pizza over at the youth house. Come. I want to invite all the teens. We have a great time. We have some fun, some food, some fellowship. But we also ask questions. We learn. We grow. We, and we come into the church and we pray together. You know, it's a great way to break your week up. Seven to nine, pop in once in a while. Maybe you can't make every night. We're not asking you to make every night. But come. You have things, that, you have things to share with the other youth that God needs you. Okay?